Hey everyone, it's Carlos for Immortals Inc. Podcast again. This is Brock. And uh, we have a uh, special guest today, Chris Wilson from the Warzone Matrix. When do I get paid? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay you in magic cards and you shut your mouth. <laughs> so uh, I uh, I actually don't remember the first time I met Chris. It's been so long. Um, <laughs> I also don't... Oh, Goblin was it? Goblin. Okay. I, I, th- I kind of think I've been in, I wandered in before Goblin. As a matter of fact, I know I did. Um, I was in, well, we should probably go to the history of the war zone. So I want to say, wasn't it something before the war zone? Soldiery or something? Yeah. Yeah, I Over think. Over on uh, up the street. Yeah, I think I wandered in once then. When mm. Were you there during the Adam it's, Twitchell? Or yeah, the maybe it was like or? a corner. It was like a lot of corner, like a yeah. convenient mart kind of uh, shop. Yeah, a little bitty thing. The thing I remember, you had a lot of war zone. Uh, war zone. Yeah. A lot of. Uh, Games workshops. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that was you're the only person that carried it. Yeah, back, back then. Back then. Yeah. So the, yeah, that, that's one of the things we wanted to ask you about. So you you've been doing this uh, as a game store owner longer than anybody else I know. Also known as the Godfather. The of <laughs> Godfather of games <laughs> and games in Cleveland, in Northeast Ohio. Right, we had to go ask. Well, there's another store that's been doing it for quite a long time. But but I don't Not know to that. name them. But <laughs> <laughs> he's been of many names. <laughs> Stasi already starting. <laughs> but but I don't know that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I I, uh, I think I met you back in the Matrix days. I think that's where yeah. I first must have met you when when <laughs> out there when we were uh, when we used to hang out at that store out in Sheffield. Then training uh, 40k figures at your house. <laughs> yeah, we did that. I remember oh, you, had you let him at your house. Some treasures, yeah. I still have his Emperor. <laughs> nice. See, it's probably squirreled away somewhere. <laughs> I got a little history. Uh, Warzone Matrix is uh, one of the biggest ones in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, for as far as game store goes, it's like a uh, virtual warehouse of anything. Not a virtual. It is a, it is a warehouse on warehouse of gaming. Things. If you wander in there, be prepared. Bring if, some splunking clothes. Yeah, splunking. Yeah. <laughs> if if there if there's some sort of obscure and rare game that you're looking for, chances are he's got it. Um, Chris will say a word. A magical troll will appear. <laughs> yes. Wander out to the back and come back with your game. Probably still in the shrink wrap. Right. Yep. With an original price tag on it, which yeah. he will dust off. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly peel off and squirrel away. Corrected price. I, uh, you know, I always, uh, I always had an affinity towards your store because um, I, I grew up in a baseball card store. My father owned a card store out in Avon Lake, and there were um, just, just he had a lot of cards like in a little place. And so, um, you know, you, you have a massive place, but you have a ton of inventory that's all there. That's, it's uh, if you, if you get a chance to go, it's, it's almost like a curiosity museum of gaming, obscure gaming, and, and, and maybe mainstream stuff too but um it's 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 a really cool place so so one of the questions we had was how'd you get into this uh sid mauer okay and magic that's how it all began the first back in the days of unlimited for magic oh okay sid called me said go buy as many packs of this as you can and i'll be up this weekend i'll show show you how to play and then he traded me (laughs) as in souls or (laughs) well I uh, I had this card that played like a land, tap for a mana. Eh, 
but it was blue, and I liked the black cards. So he <laughs> traded me three uh, bog race for uh, Mox Sapphire. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Yep. Totally. There's and no... he keeps telling me, going, well, it was fair then. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had a, um, a Lotus that I traded for Shiv and Dragon. Because so, nobody knew what those were going to be worth yeah. anything back then. I know I had more cards. I've lost yeah. probably more cards than people have seen. My parents have a basement that I have not yet explored since well, my early childhood. Are they awake now? No. No. <laughs> well, when I did get my first Black Lotus, I traded $375 worth of Warhammer stuff. Wow. Uh, and then I sat there and was like, what did I just do? <laughs> <laughs> and then next month I looked and I was like, oh, just went up 10%. Oh. <laughs> you still, do you still have it? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. And where is it? <laughs> is, is there a combination and what would that be? <laughs> At what point would you not be around that particular area? <laughs> so Unlimited, was that 94, 95? Yeah, 90, 93, 94. 93, okay. Yeah, that that's <laughs> Yeah, but if you want, yeah, if you need anything or you see anything, if you remember some game that you want, or yeah. you go there, ask him, he'll have it somewhere. Yeah. It will be there somewhere. Oh, and we'll find it. Yeah, we'll, yeah, cuz if not, uh, and uh, the, the, I know this other store, it's Immortals. <laughs> I don't have it. He probably got it from me. <laughs> he probably stole it when you weren't looking. Yeah. Hey Chris, you got this in your shop? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next day, hey Chris, can I get that off you? <laughs> so you you got into magic. You bought a bunch of cases, but what what point were you? I'm gonna make a career out of this. I'm gonna make a store. I'm gonna do the soldiery broke. Uh, decided to expand. They were mm -hmm. going to open another store, and they were coming up to Cleveland. And that's when Sid called me again. Said, <laughs> you want to throw your life away? Come on. This will be great. What are you doing for the next 20 years? <laughs> Nothing important good. Yeah. I do remember the soldier beginning had a lot of, there were a lot of chiefs and very few Indians, and then yep. they kind of phased out. And then we broke away from the soldiery mm -hmm. and became the war zone. Gotcha. When, when was that? That was in 97. Okay. Now, I, I know one of the problems I always had with the, the first, uh, with Goblin the first time around was when you start doing something you love and are passionate about for a living it kind of takes a lot of the fun out of it how did you keep the the zest to keep going when i mean that's what burned me out the first time was you just start, you start playing the game the game <laughs> game store the the game within the game yeah it's the game of the game store and everything else is just part of the pieces you oh, meta, no, meta gamed no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you meta gamed game game store owning i won game store yeah but uh no, that's it's like inception it's like yeah. it's like me with this podcast <laughs> It's a hobby within a hobby within a hobby. Yeah, right. It's it's slowly. I, I just move real slow, and I want to come out of here. It's like three days later. Yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? But then, so there, there was there was a partnership with the soldier at one point, and then you you went out on your own as Matrix, and then I remember or Warzone, and then I remember there was a partnership with Matrix for a little bit before he shut down. Uh, the uh, the Ma the Warzone bankrupted. Oh okay. Yeah, two of the original partners of Soldiery Warzone, two brothers, decided that they wanted to run everything mm -hmm. their way, because mm -hmm. we kept telling them you can't do that. Mm -hmm. so they, took, <laughs> they took over, and then they figured out they couldn't do it that way, and they bankrupted. And and that's the exact um, reason why I've never tried to take over because I'm the one that doesn't <laughs> runs around like a crazy person and makes bad choices, and Carlos always has to tell me no. Yeah, that's that might not be a good idea. Right. Brock. Why can't we build a scaffolding and play laser tag <laughs> on it? Was, what was the other thing you wanted? You want to have paintball wars in the old building. Yeah, that would have been and fun. I was like, I'm pretty sure the insurance would not cover that. I mean, insurance is only if something bad happens. Well, you got a big parking lot out there. <laughs> All right. no, it was a, what's the, you wanted to have sword fights out in the parking lot. That's not wrong. Yeah, it is. 
It is. I'm pretty sure we need to put up a fair or like something or notify uh, like city council or something. Maybe. They can't see it. It's in the basement. Oh, my Lord. What happens at Fight Club? <laughs> yeah, yeah. First rule of sword parking lot sword fighting is no talk about parking lot sword fighting. Uh, um, but uh, if you look at like Warzone Matrix is uh, located the west side of Cleveland. We're located just on the outside of Cleveland and Rocky River. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're way smaller uh, as far as selection, but we work together a lot. But I think a lot of people are put off that we actually talk to each other. But I've known Chris for like <laughs> yeah. 20 years. I know, yeah, people don't want to act. It. Yeah, I walk into the store, I walk into Chris's store, and I'll be like, <gasps> I'll the customers will be like, oh my God, it's, it's Armageddon. I'm, I'm cheating on you. You can't be cheating on <laughs> you. Can't be cheating. I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to buy that magic card from Chris. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of that in this in the Cleveland area. Oh, it's it's like so it's weird. People throat. used to, people when uh, Alter Reality was in Lakewood. People would come in who were regulars there or work there to pick up cards, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Don't tell Jim." I was here. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird how xenophobic this hobby is. You know, for for a hobby that's yeah. supposed to get um, people to like play games together, it's weird how everybody's afraid that oh they're gonna find out. And yeah, they won't mad. interact. And yeah, look weird. how I just cleared out your. Uh, the, I know, the last bit of magic players. <laughs> like, oh. He walked in and they all like stopped breathing. <laughs> like, what? It's a like, settle down. Cockroaches yeah. turn on the light and they all scatter. <laughs> What's he doing here? Oh no! It's about to happen. And now the rumors that'll start. Like, I what, know. What happens to what do game store owners do after? Yeah. Hours? After, yeah. <laughs> There's some <laughs> sort of like card There's game. A covenant. <laughs> are they? <laughs> what do they do? Are they plotting to raise the price of magic? <laughs> <laughs> They're cornering the market. <laughs> You're selling lands for a nickel? What are you doing? <laughs> it's only funny because it's, <laughs> it's true. You know. uh, uh, what are we going to price those uh, <laughs> those Zendikar lands at now? <laughs> right. Oh. That's crazy. But anyway, yeah. Um, so even when, we, when I reopen this and when we reopen this uh, Immortals, Inc., I, I really had to go talk to Chris. Mm-hmm. Kind of is the godfather to yeah, ask hey, if it was Chris, cool. Is it cool if... Uh, I don't want you to get all mad and crazy. And no, you can have all my people. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need no customers. I'm just into it for being a warehouse. <laughs> I just need to buy something. I don't. Want, I don't want to play. I don't want to play retail for games. Mm-hmm. So, so at what point did you decide that this is you, you were going to go all in? Like this was the last career you're ever going to do. You're going to be a, a business owner. And... Wait, so far. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, well, not, no, I'm not saying that. Yeah. I ran bars downtown for 20 years. Oh, and yeah? this opened up, and I was like, I could keep doing this and die. Or I'll go run a little crappy game store, yeah, which then expanded and expanded and expanded. I was going to say, I wouldn't say little or crappy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at, at the time, there was when I took over, there was $3,000 worth of product in the store, and that was it. Wow. I had to go and bring all my empty boxes from my basement and uh, put them up on the shelf <laughs> make it look like I had so things. We, that's, that's what, actually, that's where I got the because when we first opened, we had nothing. We had like maybe... Thirty dollars worth of games, mm-hmm. and uh, Chris like just put empty boxes up there. It looked like he had stuff. Like, oh, that's not bad. So that's what it was. It was that, if you look, if you find like really old pictures of the store we had, it, you'll see all those games. Mm-hmm. But they're just empty boxes or old. You games. know, you guys laugh, but Home Depot um, <laughs> did that when they first opened up. They couldn't. They they opened up everything, put it on the shelves, and they put the boxes up top to look like it was full. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, there's books written about how that was genius, and that you guys did that way before. The- <laughs> yeah, that's amateur stuff. <laughs> Tell you how to stretch a dollar. Yeah. 
So, yeah. But this is, not, yeah, it's, Chris would agree that this is definitely a labor of love. It's not like something you decide you're going to go be a millionaire at. No, no, I don't think anybody's ever getting rich running game stores. Not um, until we have the big sale at the end. <laughs> <laughs> cash it all in. Cash it all, I'm out. I feel like you need to wring your hands and like laugh maniacally when you say that. <laughs> not until the end. I will sell all of this. One yeah, day. I did have an offer a couple days ago from a uh, rival game store owner. Well, saying, "How much do you want for all this?" Listen, I told you, <laughs> Carlos, were you? I, were I may you that been, there may have been this discussion about, and I believe it started out like, "When are you going to sell me all this stuff?" <laughs> Sorry to look at you. <laughs> Something then a couple weeks before that, there was like ten thousand pizzas talked about. Oh, let out. Was I drunk? I may have been drinking. <laughs> Pretty sure I was. You told me not to talk about your private life. <laughs> First rule of Pod Club, yeah, Podcast don't Club: Don't talk about Podcast talk Club. About <laughs> uh, well, then, so then, yeah. So you've been independent for the last what, 10, 15 years? Since two thousand one. Two thousand one, six, fifteen years. Yeah. <laughs> Sad. Coming up this uh, September. Wow. 15 years. So I, I don't want to ask trade secrets, but but what, um, any plans going forward? Just keep plugging away, doing what you're doing until the big, the big sale at the end? Big sale. <laughs> the big sale, the, big sale. Big sale in the sky. <laughs> there's, a, there's a glint in your eye when you talk about the big sale, like a little ting. Well, now, the beautiful part about having stuff sitting around for 15 years, people call up and they say, do you have this game? And I go over to the computer, I look at it. And I look on eBay. I go, nope. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I think I've actually seen you do that. <laughs> Two days later, it's sold online. Oh, Three my. times what it was marked at. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Oh, my God. <laughs> there you go. Next. Now, uh, you, I won't. <laughs> like, here we don't mark. Not that Chris does it, but that. that we don't mark anything like past retail, but he'll call me up with some stuff. He goes, hey, you got any of those on your shelf? Yeah, I got a couple. Put them on eBay. Because <laughs> then it'll be like three or four times its value, and you're like, you have no idea why. Yeah. You, know, I've been, you know, we've been sitting on these games for like six months. Nobody would touch them. And all of a sudden, everybody in like Chattanooga needs a copy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and then it's, all right, we'll put Went it out of print last week. <laughs> yeah. Then somebody wrote an They're never on Board Game Geek. Now everybody wants one. It was on, uh, what's that one with... Uh, Will Wheaton. Yeah. Uh, tabletop. Uh, tabletop. It was on tabletop. Yeah. Tabletop is like, I have to. I, you got to watch it. Yeah. Sure I know. What goes. This is like my nemesis for a while. Uh, do you have this game? No. And I just sold the last copy. And then you wouldn't get any. And you call your distributor. And, pff, I begged a guy to take the last copy. Yeah, it's out of the shelf for you. Hey, come on, man. Buy it. It's a good game. And then all of a sudden, you know, nothing. And then all of a sudden, everybody wants to go crazy over <laughs> mm-hmm. it. What was that game? What was that last one? Code names. Code names, yeah. Yeah, code names. We had code names on. There. I just got them back in. And now uh, we got thirty of them sitting there going. No, no, I, you know, I, no. But when I just when I got them in, I didn't know that was that popular. Yeah. So the, I got a bunch of them in. They're like, oh, this could be. I said, all right, I'll take a risk because it's like twenty dollar game or whatever. And that Sunday, I had uh, the board game group came in. Every one of those guys, I got see them. They walk over there, they pick it up, they flip it over, and they look around and they put it back on the shelf and they walk back and they go, hey, um. Uh, Code names is marked right, right? That's twenty dollars. I go, 
yeah, that's what it says, $20 or whatever. And then they'd go pick it up. Like they were doing something guilty, looking around. I'm like, what is with this? And they all bought the code names. And I'm like, what is with this? And I think I talked to you like, oh, they're going for like 60 online. I go, so these guys are skulking around, think they're ripping me off. And I'm like, it's right. Man, I'm still making my profit margin. You know what? <laughs> Just buy the game, man. <laughs> It's like, jeez, you know, you want me to charge you sixty, make yourself feel better? Okay, right. well, but it's not oh, valuable on, if it's yeah. only twenty. <laughs> right, right. There's, this is a bad addition. How dare, how dare you? <laughs> I got this and I only paid forty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but I can understand, like, well, Cleveland, there's a lot of game stores around. There here. are quite a few, yeah. And it's the Midwest, but you think about, it, you go to other cities or if you travel at all. I travel a lot, and I have yeah. a theory about this because I think a lot on airplanes about what is actually going on here. I think because of the weather conditions in the Midwest, that half the year it's dreary and cold and you uh -huh. can't go outside. We're built for eating good food, drinking good beer, and playing games, you know, inside, snuggling, you know, stuff like that. That's what Clevelanders, they're like Eskimo. We're Eskimos. No, we're not Eskimos. We stay inside a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, yeah, I believe you're right. Game <laughs> Time to go get some dinner. Time to go club a seal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I mean, it is a. It's like the Midwest. It's like all the way from, uh, you know, Milwaukee. And, sure. And yeah. all that. It's it's. It's where gaming kind of started. Yeah, you know the the Midwest. You do have a lot of downtime when weather comes. You know, because yeah. it's not like we don't cry. Oh God, there's a mudslide. You know, we don't have the like the major problems where <laughs> right. like earthquake. I fell in or, or forest fires where you lose everything. We're no like, hurricane. Uh, uh, you yeah. know, there's eight feet of snow. Let's let's get some bread and milk, and we'll be all right. <laughs> get a case of beer, board game, and we're good for like 12 hours. You know? Can we get out the drive yet? <laughs> nope. All right, we're still good. Pizza's been delivered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's that pizza guy in a snowmobile? My God, I can't believe they don't have one ready to go. But you know, other other parts outside the Midwest, there's like perfect weather yeah, and like stuff to do outside, and everybody's jogging. Like, why why are they jogging? I don't know. <laughs> I've run out of fear. <laughs> But uh, they, uh, but yeah, but you know, you go to other places and there's not a lot of game stores. So if you're a gamer, and mm -hmm. there's a lot of them, you still have, you know, that's a cool thing to do is have game night or whatever. You probably can't find those games. Sure. You know? Oh, sure. And it's hard because, you know, guys, you, you, when you do ship, you know, online or something like that, it's usually like out of the way places, you know, like my big, especially here, we ship a lot of cars like Virginia, West yeah. Virginia, and like hills, you, you know, know, like go past the holler. And that's what the address label says. <laughs> go holler. past the holler, three stumps, and turn to right. You know, the thing I think about a lot is pretty much most of the hobby, with the exception of the, the, miniatures are, are it's all disposable degradable materials a board game is going to last 50 years if you're lucky and you take care of it if you play it a couple times it's going to fall apart so um yeah that's the some of that stuff's really hard to find now it's real collectible and so so being able to find something like that is oh, a, the yeah, oh, yeah, yeah you know there's less and less I've seen you. I, I never knew why Chris would buy, like, just used board games or half pieces or, oh, it's not incomplete. Yeah, I'll take it. And then Next in the back, parts. he's got, like, these little elves putting together like, 18 <laughs> different games of, like, all of a sudden he's got a perfect copy of Hero Quest. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, where did you get this? Oh, I had it in the back. I mean, there's all these dead boxes of Hero Quest in the back. <laughs> yeah, all the torn up. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, one the... good box is like, yes, we can put it, we can rebuild it. <laughs> the one regret I had, do you guys, we had another game store friend, uh, Paul, over at Spellbinders in Kent, which is yes. close. I don't, I don't. 
I don't think his name's Paul anymore. No, I think he changed it for. He's a yeah. He's got a the magician stage, or stage name, name now. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what his new name is. But um, when before he moved, he emailed me and said, "Hey, I have all the pieces, parts for all these board games I've been collecting for years. Do you want them?" And I said, "Yeah, sure. I'll drive right out." He said, "No, you need you need to rent a truck." And I was like, <laughs> I, "I I can't. I can't do that. I can't invest my life in that. Like, I just can't." Um, but yeah, he had all sorts of pieces, parts because he was doing a lot of that too. Yeah. And it just. Yeah, what are you going to do with that? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's at the end when... I mean, you have a warehouse. You can work on that. <laughs> you have space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta get elves. Oh, you gotta get elves. <laughs> Real good elves. But, uh, yeah, so I, I'm curious, um, just because I don't get to figure that all that often, but so we're having seen the hobby develop and seeing all of this come out of, you know, those original magic cards in the beginning, where, where do you see the hobby going, I guess, in the next 20 years or so? Well, about about eight years ago, I had about ten board games in the store. Now I have over five hundred individual games. Mm-hmm. So the game board games are just exploding right now. Hmm. And then uh, a lot of the miniature games are switching all over the place. Games Workshop is finding new ways to kill themselves. <laughs> oh, come on now. And they are trying so hard. I'm going to have to disagree with you. Uh-huh. You know, I think, well, go ahead with what you were going to say, but yeah. I'll come back but, to I mean, that. other games are exploding right now, like Malifaux and, mm-hmm. and uh, more Machine Hordes. I heard that that was coming back. Because they're grabbing back, yeah. up all the people who are leaving the ship from yeah from the Warhammer fantasy world you know that's an interesting uh it's an interesting um industry where we have never seen such a monopoly I mean, it's not a monopoly because there are competitors but games workshop really had that like tabletop miniature war game locked up for years for so many years that they basically had the market cornered i think and i'm looking at this from you like i'm a casual player of warhammer and i like fantasy and i've always liked fantasy and i'll give you a good example is when i got out of fantasy because i had a huge army and you know you put your money into it the way the old system was you couldn't get back into it without investing a lot of money. Like when customers would come in and go, hey, I really want to get into Warhammer Fantasy. I'm like, well, go to Warzone and sit in on a few games because I'm not going to tell you to invest $1,000 right. in a game you may or may not like because then right. you're going to hate me and you're going to be miserable and blah, blah, blah. But the way I, they, I think they had to revamp it. And I mean, you look at it like they're killing themselves. I look at it like they're trying to rebirth themselves. And there was a lot of like, eh, I think so. They could have brought out Age of Sigmar as its own game because that's more expensive than fantasy was. No. Oh my God! Did you look at the miniatures? Yeah, three dollars a piece for a plastic miniature. Yeah, a yeah. plastic miniature. Yeah, but you don't need as many. I don't. You think. need as many as you want to put on the table. Yeah. So if you only want to play, ten, I think it's a smaller thing. If you only want to play ten guys or five guys, and that's your investment, there it is. If you want a huge army, yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to. Wouldn't but take, you can still take the old take miniatures. Take anything for them to write rules to have small skirmishes. Yeah, I think they did that. Watch that was Mordheim, right? Mordheim and Necromunda were. Well, that's what they did with this. The new, especially that General's Handbook. Mm -hmm. It came out with everything from small skirmishes all the way up to the big point armies again. But you can still use the old miniatures with it. I don't know if that's what. Yeah, you can use any of the miniatures. Yeah, any miniature they ever put out, you can use. Mm -hmm. There's rules for it, and you know. I I do like that they've made their rules free this time around. Like there's they're on an app, and I think that's that's a good entryway to the game for your kids. I think they were more going for the entry guys. Oh yeah, they made the old 
40 Warhammer guys insane. <laughs> they were like insane. Like I'd never heard so much hate. Well, you hear a lot of hate from them anyway, but I've never yeah. heard so much hate. Like Jesus, dude, you can't, you know, it's like, well, they had $10,000 invested yeah. in them. Yeah. I know, I know. I'm saying, yeah, yeah they did. Money. But that's what I'm saying. Nobody else could get back into the game without investing 10000 into it. And I could see where that would, they, they would have died that way. I think they may die this way, but they were definitely going to die that way. So I think this was their, their attempt at rebirth with, I, I think, I like it. You know, I've had a lot more people. It's a slower interest, but, yeah. you know, you have people. And then 40K is... 40k you know it's it's a good game it's got a huge universe i mean i compared there's, it one time there's talk that they're going to do the same thing I have end times for 40k what are you going to do then well use my old miniature yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get on ebay tomorrow yeah. in anticipation and sell all those armies well, i have it's just i mean i like 40k i play 40k yeah and uh i don't know I just, you could still get in a 40k at a, a lower level too. They have the kill team and the smaller stuff, and you know, and then the hobby part of it is still. I mean, the painting and the uh, yeah, it's fun. That's still a, a good time. I always, I find it. I mean, interesting that the magic, you know, reinvents itself all the time, and they do a really good job yeah, of keeping it fresh I mean, and bringing new people in. And I think they took a page from that because, yeah. like, drafts is an example of what. <laughs> I, they try to do like a draft with uh i remember that 40k yeah and that i, I even i was like oh, i don't know about that you know just, <laughs> you want to buy an army buy a little box play with some friends and you're mm -hmm. good and come in but i think that they were gonna if you couldn't get in without spending a fortune i i think they were gonna they're gonna wind her off anyway because yeah. because like you said you could get into these smaller games of war machine malifu malifo and all that without a big investment and uh but the universe, I mean, you have to admit the 40K universe oh, and the beautiful. fantasy, it's huge, you know? I'd yeah. even compare it to, like, well, the one, the one thing. Star Wars. I mean, the, obviously, Star, it's not as big as Star Wars, but, I mean, it's got a huge universe that you can go anywhere. The one thing about the hobby industry is these miniatures, these pieces, they don't go away. They don't disintegrate. Mm -hmm. they don't, yeah. Yeah. They're not a renewable resource. Once you have right. that army, yeah, you got that army forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is good, but that goes back to you need more players. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you get more players, you get more customers, you get more. Uh, but they opponents. have talk right now that they're going to do Epic. Oh, they're interesting. Revamp Epic. Huh. Let's see. Epic is coming out as an eight millimeter instead of a six millimeter game. <laughs> Just so you can't use your old stuff. Well, <laughs> if they were smart, they would have brought because they said that. Well, with the eight millimeter, we can do more detail. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, wait. I, I right now, <laughs> this day and age, you can do more detail on a six millimeter than you could back in the day. Mm -hmm. So if you would have kept it six millimeter, look, stop. Everybody would have brought out their <laughs> old stuff. Stop ruining everything, Chris. They would have brought Just out their old have... stuff, but they would have bought the new stuff, and they would have said MK2, yeah. MK4. They might. And Listen. then everybody'd be happy. Yeah. And the old guys would be bringing out all their armies. Yeah. All the new people would go, hey, that looks like a really great game. Boom. Mm -hmm. Instead, uh, fishing weights. Melt them down. Listen, <laughs> just, <laughs> just put them on a base and play the doggone thing. You know, it's two I, millimeters. I almost think that there's that's <laughs> two, two millimeters. millimeters. I almost think that's a thought out thing because, like, you know, we're we're kind of aging and getting older. And I, I try to play some games with some younger people now, and I'm not cool anymore. And I think they are specifically trying to face me out so that <laughs> so kids won't actually play the game because they're like, I want to play that weird dude. He's super creepy. Yeah, I know, right? Who wants to go get yelled at by some old guy who's got like this huge army of blah? I got my army. Blah, blah. Hey, man, I'm Let just trying. You back in the day, <laughs> two thousand not two. Back in first edition of War, War uh, Warhammer, you 
silly. Rogue Trader, Carlos. Rogue Trader. Rogue Trader, is it? <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't think. I was trying to get angry and didn't come out right. So, uh, <laughs> I've got my voices down yet. So, so as the man that owns every game ever, what's what's your favorite favorite games to play? Board games, obviously miniatures. I know you love. Yeah, I play Magic all the time. Really? Quick, easy. Yeah. Pick it up, play, put it away, done. No. Everything I, else takes hours. You to pull have, out, set up. Do you have any cards that are in English? Yeah. No, I played him one time. That was it. That was it. He, so, I go, what does that even say? I don't even know what the cards I have do because I don't play that much. He's got some Russian. Thing. Oh, yeah, that does. Uh, eight, I know you don't read Russian, so you can't tell me you know what that does. Duh. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Remember the time, the time we always got kicked out of Wizards uh, event because they thought we were serious and we were drinking? We were at like a, uh, like a open house. And uh, we started playing, and we were getting loud because I, I put, I, I literally, we, it was they had an open bar, which we shouldn't have done. You were, you were kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they had an open bar, so of course we had a couple drinks, and then they give us some magic packs, and we're playing like mini masters or whatever it was. And uh, I think we're playing the uh, the. the uh... What was it? It was <clears throat> the Theros block. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's what it was. So we're playing. Josh and I were up there winning because <sighs> they asked you to, sir. Sir. <laughs> so I get my cards out, and I put down, I literally like, all right, I'm going to put a land down. And this is the first hand, and he's like, in response. And I was like, bah, because what do you mean in response? You can't even do that. What are you talking about? Because he's always pulling some crap out of his <laughs> Is uh is uh his hat or whatever. Right, right. So. Way to keep it PG. Well done. Well done. So, so I got all loud and he's laughing. I'm loud. My wife's laughing and I'm getting all louder. And then the the magic police come over. They're like, oh, sir. I'm like, oh no, we're just kidding. We're just kidding. We're quiet. Now. I was like, oh boy. The magic police. <laughs> Two thousand people in this room and you're all they can hear is cars. right. Right. <laughs> That's all you ever need to hear. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> I don't know why everybody thinks we're crazy. <laughs> yeah. I gotta exert my dominance in this corner of the, the corner of, of the, the game room. <laughs> yeah. Huh. But yeah, that's uh I will not play magic. Uh, moral of the story is I'm not gonna play magic. Is that why you stopped? Is that when it happened? Because you used to play with us. I did, but I I don't know. Yeah. To me, it's just... You're playing the game store game with Chris now? Yeah. I mean, every time I try to sit down, there's like a thousand questions, and it's hard to, you know... Yeah. Then I'm more worried about, is this worth anything? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to put this down or shuffle it. Is it something I should be putting in the case? Why don't you have sleeves? (laughs) (laughs) Put that in sleeves. One day I'll get that card, and it'll be all ruined. You know, and and I feel like, you know, I feel pretty secure in myself and my ability to play games but i just can only get beat by a 12 year old so many times it's true i hate it when they mock me yeah like i i'm like hey i'm i'm finally an adult over 40 i know who i am and then these little kids like make me cry yeah Yeah. why would you let me do that (laughs) didn't you know that was going to come that's a combo that they've been sending online for the last three weeks all right, I'm sorry. I had a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really busy working. Yeah, just like your dad. <laughs> so that do you have a dad? I should talk like that, but yeah, it is pretty funny. <laughs> it is pretty funny. I can't. I just and then 
I can't get mad. What am I going to get mad? You know, there's I get point. mad. I get real mad. And then when you play game, and then I'm so used to losing anyway, because when you play games as a game store, you, you kind of have to lose. Yeah. You have to lose. Nobody wants to come into a game store and say, hey, this, hey you want to try this new game here? Oh, you lose, but it's a good game. Buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Let the Wookiee win. Let the Wookiee win. You just pulled the veil back. Everybody knows now all those games you threw over the years. Oh, well, they don't know I'm really that bad. <laughs> I think I was playing my brother one time, and he just kept beating me at this simple peg game. And he's like, man, you are a two-dimensional thinker. I go, yeah, that's my strength. I go, but I can't, I can't think past three di- two dimensions. Uh, I go, doesn't I just know keep... about the Z coordinate. Hulk <laughs> <laughs> smash. Uh, so, so I guess back, back to our questions on Chris. I'm sorry. So is there anything in the, in the years of the industry that you wanted to do that you couldn't do? That or anything did, did any un, un, uh, unclaimed conquests yet? Selling his stuff to us. Not that I know of yet. Well, that's kind of a good answer. I mean, did everything you wanted to do. You're talking just in the gaming world? Oh, uh, yeah. I, well, I guess, or in general. I mean, was there anything you would have rather have done than this? Uh, I guess I was steered this way. <laughs> <laughs> by, a, by, a, right, by a dice Sid, roll. Was it Sid? Is that what we said? I never met that guy that... <laughs> no, Carlos keeps wanting me to keep building the Empire so one day he can uh, take it. <laughs> I feel that I should be next of... next His next of kin. The next. <laughs> I keep trying. The inheritor of the Empire. Yeah, I think I feel. I feel I'm playing a Game of Thrones with Chris. <laughs> just the two of you guys. <laughs> yeah, just the two of us. Just playing with each other <laughs> i have to find his kid and wipe him off <laughs> oh crap he's got a kid <laughs> i need to get a kid uh, interesting how do i rise above him how do we become more important oh that's crazy anything else you can think of no i just i'm <laughs> it's just kind of fun getting us all together because you know we're we're all in islands you know of of Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest problem with the industry is like we said in the beginning, all, all the game store owners are stuck in your store and your four walls, and it's uh, it's always nice to get out and see the other people. Isn't it funny how I'm just looking around your room, <laughs> and it's like the shelves I have and all the little knickknacks that find spots on your shelves, and then they become permanent fixtures, and then years from now, they'll still be there. The dust mark will be around the base. Oh, in here? <laughs> No, no, I like to liquidate. No, you're right. There's a couple There's a couple things that have been there for a while. I think those Girl Scout cookies have been there, like, since the day we you opened the place. Well, I should probably get rid of them. Yeah, those are, I, I, unless they're, like, vintage. Yeah, I did have a uh, uh, Hershey Kiss, big, like this big, mm-hmm. and I had it sitting on my desk forever. It was just sitting there. And one day I looked over and I said, huh, that should probably see if that's still any good picked it up and it was real light (laughs) (laughs) there was a little tiny hole on the side of it and some mouse had eaten the whole thing (laughs) (laughs) see that's the perfect parable for this whole thing you're the Hershey kiss and Carlos is the little mouse (laughs) into your empire (laughs) I think that's might be where i think this should end oh man no way why you gotta give everything away man <laughs> always gonna be one putting mouse traps out giant carlos traps <laughs> be a little poster of me at the front door she kisses <laughs> <laughs> 
good times, good times. Oh, well. All right. Well, I'm glad that we had Chris stop in. Uh, hopefully, he can come back for some more interviews uh, and uh, freak everybody out about game stores talking to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, I, we still should get some kind of interstore uh, tournaments going Leagues. on. Yeah, league tournaments. League. I, 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 yeah, that's. We did that with the Sharks and the Jets. I didn't get it. I don't think anybody got it. Oh, my God. From West Side Story? Well, well see, uh, we're on I the know. West Side, right? right? And he's next to the lake so he's the uh, and we're next to the airport so the jets, jets that's clever i i wouldn't have yeah that's actually very... I, I, I had explained it to carlos like 13 times well i didn't know what west side story was you never saw west side story no why would i oh it's great is it like it doesn't it's have a, zombies and monsters it's I don't a cultural it. phenomenon it could you could rewrite it you know they did pride and prejudice with zombies why i not? did watch that because it had why, zombies why not west side story with zombies <laughs> <laughs> Dance scenes. <laughs> 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 at a thriller. <laughs> oh, I have I have a goal now. I have I have purpose in my no, life again. No, no, not gonna do it. Definitely not gonna fund that. <laughs> Take yourself to Kickstarter for that. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, like I said, we have Chris here. Chris Wilson from the Warzone Matrix, located at four seven zero four Rocky River Drive, just R- north of the airport. Yep. So just go to if you go to Cam's Corner, go south. south. You'll find him. Can't miss him. If you hit the airport, you've gone just a little too far. <laughs> also, if you have a layover, you could probably get there and back with an Uber. Um, buy any of your game store games, real quick. Yeah. 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 So you take him to the airport. Do a huge business with people <laughs> flying out of Hopkins. I believe it. Yeah. You're so close. So. All right, so uh, until next time, this has been Carlos. Brock. And Chris. All right, uh, if you liked our program, uh, listen to, uh, we got uh, several other episodes. If you want to hear more from us or talk to us, uh, check us out at www.immortalsinconline.com or you can email us at podcast.immortalsinc at gmail.com or give us a call at the store, 216-712-7169. Or you can find all this posted on their Facebook page. Or Google. Google. Google knows everything. All right. See you guys later. (laughs) Bye. Bye.